Hello, and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Chad. And I'm Evan. And you're listening to the Monday Morning Minute. And this week in fictional news, Orbit Books has revealed the cover and announced the release date for The Traitor, the third and final volume in Anthony Ryan's Covenant of Steel trilogy. So Covenant of Steel is one of those series I've been really keeping my eye on. Uh, I've got the blurb right here if you'd like me to read it out. I'm not like advertising for the book or anything. I'm just like really excited for this because I I love Anthony Ryan. Um, but it no, says, yeah, uh, it says born into the troubled kingdom of Albermain. Alwyn scribe is raised as an outlaw, quick of wit and deft with a blade. Alwyn is content with the freedom of the woods and the comradeship of his fellow thieves. But an act of betrayal sets him on a new path, one of blood and vengeance which eventually leads him to a soldier's life in the king's army. So that's a blurb for the the Pariah, which is the first book. And the covers look amazing. And the Orbit the books... The covers do look amazing. I mean, Orbit books is just so on top of it. Like They're like my favorite publisher. And I really like Anthony... Did you read Bloodsong? The first book I did. in that... Yeah, I yeah. loved Bloodsong. I the rest of the like series a, like, eh, kind of went down yeah, a little bit. But man, yeah. Bloodsong rocked. I read it twice. And if you just read it as a standalone, it totally works too. You can just read it. And be stoked on it. I think, I mean, personally, I think it's like a more grown up, like better version of Name of the Wind. Personally, that's just my thing. And I know that a lot of it's people would probably disagree with me, but definitely it's, more realistic and violent. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, yeah, it's like a lot more like Name of the Wind is like the Disney version of Blood Song. Yeah, <laughs> where it's like the Mortal Kombat version of that story was just like blood and like twisted necks. Right. And <laughs> There's not a part in Blood Song where our main character, uh, bangs a fairy in a timeless sex realm for like yeah, nothing to do with loops (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i'm excited for that i think uh, we're gonna we should do that next year i think we should read covenant of steel it'll be like a brand new thing um that you know we can probably fit it around like when that third book comes out and uh you know anthony ryan just rocks he's really good that blurb stole my heart i mean it's like the classic story that i find when i'm trying to find a new book series like talented person deft of wit good with the sword Goes gets into the army. I get my, my large scale warfare. Get, yeah, it gets betrayed, revenge, blood. Great. Yeah. What could you not love? What have you been yeah. doing this week? Oh, man, it's been a busy week. I've been uh, just doing a lot on, uh, as, as I know I've mentioned before, I do a lot of side hustles and stuff. So I've been doing a lot of graphic design work and having some fun doing that, which has been great. Uh, Christmas season's always fun. Uh, I have watched some fun before I get to the book stuff. Uh, I've watched some fun stuff. So there's a terrible movie that I think everyone should watch. Uh, <laughs> it's on Netflix called Troll. Just Troll. No, the, or just, just Troll. Troll. And it's like a classic monster movie. Like, Ooh. like as classic as classic, like there's all the elements. There's like the creature that awakens. It's only one of its kind. It's huge. There's the scientist who gets called from like the field being like a paleontologist for her, like, super relevant but not at all relevant skills so but somehow she ends up like with the uh head of the government you know and there's like the military guy who's like lusting after like just missile it missile it with the new weapon but it'll like wipe out to the civilians and like all their people and uh you <laughs> okay, know yeah. no one like believes that the scientist's ideas are going to be right and then this is the scientist the scientist you know it's like literally like that you sure. know it's yeah. like a story of uh but i mean you know it's home uh, yeah, this like, looks cool for terrible monsters movies and it's just great it's not gonna surprise you at all it's gonna all be right. exactly what you think it is but if you're looking for something just to kind of fade into it's uh it's a really good uh waste of an hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> that's a, such a best way to it's a good waste of an hour and a half yeah i mean yeah Perfect. you're not walking away with like mm, life lessons like no so that was fun uh i also watched um a couple episodes of this wild west tv show called the english which is a story of like cowboys in the wild west and like revenge and i'm like two episodes deep and it's awesome the english the english it's like very quality and like really well done and it's kind of i don't know it's kind of like a fresh ish twist on old west like westerns i don't know i really like it did wizard and glass like put you in the mood for it or something yeah kind of i just needed some like gunslinger action you know (laughs) yeah absolutely uh, i've been been meaning to watch uh some like uh like the good the bad and the ugly which mm -hmm. i guess is what roland from the dark tower is based on and i've never really watched any of those super old spaghetti westerns from like the 60s do you know why they're called spaghetti westerns by the way 
I don't know. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that the reason that they're called Spaghetti Westerns is because they were filming a lot of those movies back in the 60s in Italy because it was way cheaper than filming them in California. And apparently, like, the the area outside of Los Angeles where they would normally film that stuff looks a lot like rural Italy. So that's why they were calling them Spaghetti Westerns because it's so much cheaper to film there. But they were filming Westerns in Italy. So, yeah, I think that's where that comes from. Interesting. In my opinion, the only Western you need to watch is Tombstone. Oh, my God. Because it's just... I love that movie so much. (laughs) Oh, man. It's, like, bad when I watch it because I'm just quoting Tombstone for the next, like, two or three weeks, you know? I have two guns, one for each of you. (laughs) (laughs) Little cup spinning around. Oh, God, it's so good. I get excited about every time I think about it. And, like, oh, man. Doc yeah, Holiday. I love a Western. I read yeah. I read the book Tombstone, actually. Oh, really? How uh, is it's that? It's nothing like the movie at all. Yeah. I is bought it just it. like really sad? It's all right. It's a Western. You know, I haven't read that many Westerns. I mean, like uh, apparently like Lonesome Dove is the one to read uh, by mm. Larry McMurdy. But uh, that's like the second book in like a trilogy, though. It's weird. Uh, but weird. I, don't, I don't know if it's like a concurrent like story. You know what I mean? I think you could read each one of the ones in there. Like oh, okay, they're like their want. own stories. Like a trilogy, but not really a trilogy. It's like a, right, it's, right, it like the Harley is. Boys or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I uh, uh, might check that out. The English. Should, Why is it the called English, the English if it's a Western? Because the the story um, is based around this woman who comes over from England, who's hunting the uh, killer of her son, who I think is the father of the son, but we don't have that confirmed yet in the story. Oh, interesting. She joins up with a Native American when she comes over who is kind of has a sordid past because he was fighting for the army, but now he's not. So all the other Native Americans don't like him because he's like a traitor. But now he's not in the army anymore. So the army doesn't really like him. So just everybody's against this poor guy. But he's a he's a real crack shot gunslinger. So he gets through (laughs) some scrapes and they're both kind of they kind of join up on a tale of revenge together, doing good deeds as they travel across the, the countryside. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. A lot of gunfights and just like epic arrow shots, like and like terrible ways to to die. <laughs> Did a lot of like really clever like rope work. Oh, cool! <laughs> in the West, you know. Yeah, um, but you yeah, I'm enjoying knots. it. I do love knots. Yeah, I wanted to start a YouTube channel for a long time called Nostradamus, where I just taught knots. <laughs> seeing prophecies in different people's knots yes exactly i just really wanted to do it because the name was awesome but it you is. know never got around to it you can still Man, do I it could, I, I, could, I could i do love knots i just like i always keep a little thing of rope i have it right here in fact uh because it's just like um it's like a relaxing thing if i'm like stressed or need to think i just pull out my little coil of rope start like tying knots working on my bow line i feel like you're a lot like me in the sense where like i start projects constantly and then get like a third of the way through them and kind of put them down and get excited about something else and yeah start doing totally it. And like i do that with everything i get frustrated with people who are like you know i just don't know what to do like there's all these like youtube videos on like the e-commerce world about like ideas of what to do i'm like who is wanting for ideas out there like that is the last of the, my problems yeah i mean i think it's less of it's not as much about not having an idea of what to do, but I think some people just get like really overwhelmed with the sheer amount and like where yeah. to start. And I mean that I know, really resonate I mean, with. I get like that all the time too, where I'm just like, Oh my God, I've got a thousand things going on. So I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a real thing. Like, yeah, so, that's absolutely. It's not even out of thing. boredom really. It's just like, ah, uh, <laughs> there's too many yeah. things. I can't, I just am stationed. I'm like one of those, goats that like faints when it gets scared you know <laughs> yeah like, I, my brain defaults to doing other things like i don't go prone and just like drop over but my mind goes like oh let's do like really simple tasks like i do the laundry i do the dishes i like clean the house sort of you know yeah so I'm like well at least i'll end with this stuff done but it's still kind of a method of dealing <laughs> uh, it's kind of impossible sometimes yeah. i saw this really cool quote the other day uh and I think I posted it on Instagram, but it, it, it was so, I saw it right when I needed to see it. I can't remember who tweeted it, um, but it went viral, obviously, because it was such a good thing to say. But it said, uh, if you're having a 40% day and you put in 40%, you put in 100%. <laughs> which i loved that i thought that was so great like dude some days you just good some days you're just it's not happening you know and so yep. if you decide like all right it's just not today's not it's not today 
Right. It's true. And if you let yourself have those days, you got to let yourself. I've yeah. been, uh, yeah, that's why we haven't really put much out this week. Uh, this whole week has been kind of one of those days for me yeah, this dude. week. I've been a little overwhelmed with stuff. And um, like we've got the Wizard and Glass episode coming up. Uh, this should be out today alongside this episode. Uh, but yeah, it took me a little while to get like a fire lit under my ass to actually start doing that. But dude, that is okay. I'm on yeah, a. Yeah live on a pile of half completed projects as well. Like you said, there's just too many. It's easy to get overwhelmed. So uh, I hope no one, no one blames us for taking a little, little bit of easy, but also simultaneously not easy weeks. It's weird. I don't know. There's stuff coming out. <laughs> don't worry. We got, yeah, we got episodes coming for you. We always, always. They're, they're in the can. They're just, they got to be treated. Yeah. It's, yeah. They got They were shaking up a little bit. We got to let the foam die down, tap on sides a little bit, you know? That Wizard and Glass episode was so long. I I opened it up in in my DAW to edit it out, and it said like an hour forty five minutes, and I was just like, "Not today, oh, Evan." Yeah, nope. <laughs> oh boy, I did not know it was this long. Okay, what well, would you say every like half hour is like an hour and a half, forty five minutes. Um, it really a little de- longer it for depends me, on like for what. You. Yeah, it's like really depends on what it is because when it's episodes like this where it's just kind of we're just kind of like talking we're back and forth and about fun. stuff. It's not really that big of a deal, but when we're actually trying to make like real informative, like analytical content and stuff, and then we get a little sidetracked and talk about something that doesn't matter that Which kind of breaks up those thoughts you know almost I, never happens so. no not at all not ever <laughs> uh but yeah like a like an hour long episode takes me about like three hours to edit uh but it, i mean that's way faster than it used to be because when we first started this an hour long episode took me like six or seven hours because yeah it was just i didn't i hadn't got everything i didn't know what all the hot keys were and i didn't you know i was fairly familiar with logic pro which is the DAW that I use to edit all these episodes. But I mean, I still just had no idea how to clean stuff up and like what the most uh, like efficient way to move things around was and things like that. Totally. So yeah, that took me a little there's while. There's an art to it. Like there's a, like an organizational art and like a quick key art. Like you said, like if you can learn the quick keys on something that you use frequently, like that Photoshop. is a skill. Yeah. That is yeah. A, a good thing to do. Whenever I learn new software, like I use affinity designer, which is just a beautiful graphic design um, platform. I love it a lot. And about like, I try to have a new keyword that I learn a new quick key that I learn every week. So like every week I try to just focus on a new one, try to incorporate it into like thing. okay, this is this quick key will rasterize this thing. You know, I just try to order the actions by the ones that I do the most, you know, and just kind of learn them slowly over time. And it really cuts down on time. Yeah, it does. Uh, I mean, I'm really glad that we've been doing this for so long that I'm so much more familiar with the process of editing these episodes together. But even so, even though I have, you know, found ways to expedite the process, I still look at it sometimes and I'm like, I think I just kind of want to go read. Yeah. I want to pop in some white noise and just kind of escape into Midworld or Menzo Berenson for a little while. That's you know, a wonderful place to escape. It's just all snowy today. I walk outside. It was, was snowing like good... here today. Oh, wow. Sorry to interrupt so the entire you, but... town closed down? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whenever it snows like two inches in Portland, everybody just kind of like closes up shop. For... <laughs> Dude, the it, off ramps are all just like it's terrible. Pretty oh, bad. It's pretty bad. It's terrible. Yeah, every now and then, every like four or five years in Portland, it snows like four or five inches and it's just bedlam like it's just a total <laughs> mess here bedlam. yeah it is just everybody's slipping around on the roads and there's just like cops everywhere trying to deal with them. Mm. like everything that's going on every business is closed it's a nightmare you know if, if you're gonna order food it takes you like three hours to get to your house yeah it's, it's, it's awful. pretty bad yeah yeah when i lived in eugene we had uh snow one year because it always rains there and one year we had snow what, what surprised me was all the foliage the trees because that places just overgrown um they weren't used to all the weight and so there was just like detrital matter everywhere just trees like as i was driving to work i probably saw like seven or eight like everyone has these little car shelters that they park their car into and like so many of those were broken down because of the roofs were all rotted from the rain and the wood got all wet and stuff and then it took a load of snow and i just kind of never realized how you know how heavy that is i guess <laughs> snow yeah it's ridiculous yeah, yeah. I mean, i'm i'm really happy that it snowed here because uh, i was i like 
got my coffee this morning. It's like a Sunday morning and I yeah. got some coffee and hung out by a window and read for a little bit. And it's like snowing. And it's just, I'm living my, my cozy fantasy. It's coming yep. true. I even put on some <laughs> Christmas music and it was like chilling. It was wonderful. I was, I was on the phone with, with my brother Vaughn last night and um, I had him on speakerphone, but I was listening to music and uh, working on some stuff on my computer. And I had like a, a lo-fi thing up on YouTube and it was Christmas lo-fi. Nice. <laughs> and Vada's just like, are you listening to Christmas lo-fi music right now? <laughs> it's December, bud. Like, of course I am. That's yeah. crazy that he was able to call out the Christmas lo-fi from the background. I mean, Go those on. melodies are pretty recognizable. Yeah, you, know, that's you can chop true. them up as much as you want, but you know, yeah. Jingle Bells is Jingle Bells. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I well, it. I was reading uh, some some books to keep me warm. Uh, finished up old Court of Silver Flames this morning while uh, looking out the window. Oh my god, boy, <laughs> man! Those, like the first book is like <laughs> it's like it's like you know um, like subtle references and innuendo and like there's the crescendo sex, is like yeah, there's some yeah. sex, but it's like you know there's like biting on like the neck neck play is like. <laughs> It's like the heat of most of it by this book. Yeah. Wowza. A dining room scene. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. It's just, there were a couple just, of me just like, oh my good lord. Yeah. No, really. I mean, I feel like Sarah J. Moss, and we're obviously going to do an entire episode on this, but Making I, me I feel blush. like, yeah, seriously, <laughs> like I feel like Sarah J. Moss just had gotten so much fan mail at that point of just like, okay, that was great. But for this next one, please make it spicier, make it spicier, make it spicier. She's like, she just like cracked her knuckles, like took a sip of wine. I got you, fam. (laughs) I would love to interview her, but I would really love to get a beer with her husband. (laughs) We should try to get her on. That'd be fun. I'm sure she's so nice. I'm sure she's super nice. I'm sure she is. I've sent some emails to her, but uh, and had some really, correspondence with her, uh, her publisher, and yeah, she was eh, big time really busy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. I mean, maybe we'll get you one of these yeah, days, we'll Sarah. Here, we'll Sarah. get you. We'll get you. I'm excited to talk with you about it though, because I've got uh, I've got some thoughts. So, I <laughs> uh, started Wolves of the Kala, which has been fun. Uh, you it's know, I don't want to get. It's a little weird. It's getting weird. A weird, yeah. yeah. Which is like saying something because these books have at no point been like oh normal. They uh, they've been a little wackadoo at times, but they're headed quickly into more wackadoo land. Though, but I'm I'm in it for I'm in for it. So I'm I'm stoked. Yeah, I mean it's it's like the midpoint of the series where you're at right now, and as far as I can tell, it's one of the more polarizing books. I mean, a lot of people definitely seem to love it. It's a lot of people's favorite. Uh, I mean. It's my second read through of the series, so I know what I'm in for. And so mm-hmm. it doesn't feel as bloated or as, <laughs> as boring. Um, it's not really boring. It's just like, it's a very like slow. There was a lot of momentum built up with the wastelands. Yeah. Like literally they're on a speeding train. And then like once they get <laughs> off this train, it's just kind of like deer. They're going so yeah, fast. Yeah. And then it's just kind of like, all right, so now we're going to tell a 600 page long story of yeah. backstory. And then we're going That's to really kind of, exciting. Yeah. Then, then it's a little bit of like, all right, so now we're going to introduce an entire other new town <laughs> other than like, that's, that's oddly similar to the one you just read. So it's just, it's, this book is it, like, yeah, it's going to take us a little bit to like get through it, but then song of Susanna and the dark tower, the last two books in this series are just bananas. Absolutely. Oh, man. It's, it's a whole fruit salad. It's crazy. I am really excited. I know that those books are going to culminate. One of my favorite things about Wizard and Glass was the book was long and it didn't just crescendo in like five, 10 pages. So it's like I worked so hard for all these. Like, it was like, no, it gave me a solid, like, the last sixth or fifth of the book was just yeah. straight wild action awesomeness. And so it was like, yeah. that's kind yeah, of how Wolves of the College is. There, but it was lengthy, it was like proportioned well. I think you'll really like the end of this book, but we'll talk about that on an entire episode coming out uh, next week. Absolutely. Uh, and then the last thing that I just kind of teased with a little bit, I haven't sunk my teeth in too much, but um, one of our lovely listeners sent us uh, a interesting book. I think you might've received it too, called there is no anti-memetics division. Uh, I didn't get that. Oh, okay. I know that he sent you a book too, because he sent us both really cool um, postcards 
that are oh, Studio Ghibli postcards. Like I got a Howl's. Uh, oh yeah, I've got my Nausicaa one, one up it's here. From on Hunter, my... gross. Oh Hunter, hey, what's up, Hunter? Hope you're cool with me saying your first and last name on the podcast, Hunter. <laughs> what's his address? Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I almost read it to you. I was like, oh yeah, I was like, with you. Oh my god, don't do idiot, that. Chad. <laughs> but oh, yeah, I wrote like a handwritten note. What a cool guy. But uh, it's an interesting book in that it's like an SCP book, which didn't really start coming out until um, two thousand. Eight. And what is an SCP book? So they stand for Secure, Contain, and Protect, and they kind of deal with like a like a specialized bureaucracy that deals with things that don't make sense in our reality. So like um, like HP Lovecraft's um, a lot of his monsters they're so like mind rending when you look at them they like break your brain open. These are the divisions that deal with those sort of creatures. So I would definitely put it in like the cosmic horror, but a lot of them come off as like like instruction manuals for oh, cool. the base to like yeah. run by, you know? Um, and this one's kind of focused on like the leader of this troop, but nobody knows that he's the leader or remembers it because that's what the particular thing that they're guarding like does to you is it makes you forget your memory, I think anyway. And so it's kind of a, it's a weird twisted fun little uh, like science manual slash novel book. It's an interesting um form of storytelling but it's really cool i like it it's very short so i'm uh, i'll probably finish it here in a few days but i dig it it's fun oh yeah and that's about the pages that i've been turning this week what about you what are you not to uh okay so i finished a book called the silent patient uh have you heard of it no i have not okay it's so it's it it uh, it like a thriller it's um okay. it was like this breakout debut bestseller uh by alex i don't i i didn't look up how to pronounce his last name i'm so sorry if you're listening to this you're probably not but i think his last i think he's, he's greek his last name is michaelides uh alex michaelides i think that's how yeah, you pronounce it i would um, say it like that it was outstanding it was really good it had been hyped up to me uh over the whole course of me doing book talk stuff uh I kept hearing about it kept seeing the cover kept putting it off and i'm really happy that i read it i finished it in two days uh, wow. I couldn't believe it was a debut. It was so well put together. I mean, okay. Was it well put together though? Uh, I need to do a <laughs> whole review on it. Like, it's, Okay. So it's about a woman who is found at, uh, at the murder scene of her husband and she won't say a word when she's detained uh, She and, or in any of the trials or anything like that. She's just 100% silent, won't confess, won't say anything at all. So she's kind of like admitted to uh, like an institution and the, then the rest of the book is about this psychotherapist who's trying to get her to talk again and trying to get and trying to unravel like kind of the mystery of like all of this. Uh, it's a really fantastic book. Um, my my, if you want to hear like my review kind of of it, I'll probably put one up uh, on TikTok eventually. But um, it does seem a little bit like maybe he was really excited for this legendary like twist ending. The twist got me. It definitely did. But there were some things that felt like kind of just like square peg through a round hole kind of thing, you know, like we're just going to make this work and you just don't Story need to worry. Yeah. A little bit like, but I'm not going to fault him for it because the experience of reading the book was so fantastic, but just kind of like thinking about it a little bit after it's like, well, wait a minute. Like why would that, how could that possibly, you know, but it's right. fine. I think you could find that in a lot of thrillers and mystery <laughs> books and stuff like nothing's 100% airtight because it's all just made up in somebody's head. But right. if you haven't read it and you're looking for a thriller, seriously like try it out it's very very good i mean i it's just one of those books where you know as soon as a chapter ends and you read the first few words of the next chapter you're just like oh yeah i'm immediately interested in this you know uh it, the book version of autoplay you're like no i read kind the of, next yeah, three words that's a I'm really really good yeah that's a good way of putting it um i mean it it kind of put me in the mood to read more thrillers and I haven't really been in that. I've been in a horror mood, but not really like a psychological. Th- it kind of reminded me of that show Mindhunter a little bit. Okay. Um, I don't I know if you watch a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. A, a tiny bit, but instead of like, you know, murderers, it was about, well, I guess it's still a murderer, but it's more about like, <laughs> um, you know, like conventional ways of psychotherapy as opposed to like more experimental ones or something like that. That's like one of the parts of the book that I thought was really interesting. Uh, so if any of you listening have any suggestions on more uh, thrillers like that, let me know. Cause uh, I'm, that was cool. That was a cool experience. I read it so fast. It was like 330 pages and I just oh, wow. knocked it out for two days. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it wasn't even, it was like a 24-hour period, really. I mean, I started it at night, and then I read it all day and finished it. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, And then, uh, 
I also finished Exile, book two in the Dark Elf trilogy. Uh, it was great. Uh, I would say I didn't like it as much as Homeland. No, uh, Homeland is the rising star. <laughs> Homeland is, is very good. Uh, I like how much time we got to spend with old Drizzy, though. That was nice. You know, we got to spit. Is that, is that what Drake is called? Drizzy? Um, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Drizzy <laughs> I Drake? Know. I have no idea. Uh, but we got Drake. to hang out with Drizzy a lot. Um, it was really cool, except uh, I felt like there were some kind of like inconsequential parts to it. Yeah. that I want to talk about later that um, I feel like Salvatore was just like, like this happened. This stuff. Yeah. yeah. And you mentioned, you nailed it. when the last book we were talking, where you're like, Fritz can be kind of a moper sometimes where you're just like, whoa, it's me. And like, there's a lot yeah. of that. Fritz is really mopey. Kind of on uh, to the, to the endish of the, it's fine though. I mean, it's not, <laughs> I understand why, you know, but yeah, it's, um, I mean, you know, I feel like his, his, it's a trilogy. So we're going to see an arc. But like being kind of in the dip of that arc for an entire book was like, geez, dude, like what? Mm-hmm. You're like thinking the same thing over and over and over yeah. again. But he's growing, you know? On. Yeah, he but he's, he's growing. Um, so yeah, like I haven't started... any other wor- world outside of his own. So it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I haven't started Sojourn yet because uh, we have to make an episode soon about Exile. But I'm excited to see where yeah. Drift stands up and finish out that trilogy. And then uh, I'm going to start Never Night by Jay Kristoff. Which is Ooh, gonna be nice. pretty cool. Yeah. So uh moving through that with with no real issues. Um finished Wizard and Glass, uh, and then moved on to Wolves of the Kala. So that's been pretty nice. Uh George Goodell. I'm listening to it on audiobook, and George Goodell is fine, doing great. George Goodell just He's doing fine. You're doing a great job, but he is not Frank Muller. No. Nobody is Frank Muller. And I just <laughs> I hear him doing Eddie's voice and it's not Eddie, you know, yes. it's just, it's like such there'll a, be a million other Spocks that do a great job, but like none of them are Leonard anymore. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's, it's like, fine. I'm, I'm, I'm not even mad about it. I'm just, I'm sad. Um, but George Goodell, but I do is, miss his little voice. <laughs> I know I miss it. I know. Uh, but it's fine. Uh, I also started a book called the shuddering by uh, Anya Alborn. Uh, Anya Alborn did uh, seed and brother two horror novels that I absolutely That's loved. Right. Um, this one seems all right, but I have a feeling there's going to be a little more relationship drama than actual scary or thrilling stuff. Uh, it's called The Shuddering. It takes the place in like okay. rural, like woodsy Colorado. So it's a woodsy book. I love woodsy horror, forest yeah. horror. That kind of stuff is great. And it's, it takes place in wintertime and it's wintertime right now. So I'm very cool with what's going on here. But like the first chapter was really exciting. And then I, then the second chapter was just like all setting up like this crew of of like 20 somethings that are all staying in a cabin and it's like oh i wonder what's gonna happen you know what i mean and it's like uh but they're all like really there's just so many different like uh she used to like him but he's right. with her now say, this like, person but their ex is there on the trip and it's like, got the makings of like one of those you know just like a classic like horror story where it's like a bunch of like hot people in like a secluded place and there's totally. like things that are trying to kill them so as <laughs> as corny as that is i kind of in the i'm in the mood for it and I like Anya Alborn a lot. I mean, she's just a really, really great writer. Um, her imagery is perfect. Um, her pacing is fantastic. Uh, she is one of my very favorite horror novelists right now. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to keep going with that. Uh, I also <laughs> started a book called uh, The Shadow of the Wind by Carlos uh, Ruiz Zafon. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Shadow of the Wind. Oh, that's really close to the name of the wind. I wonder it if you is. thought hard about that one. Uh, it came out in 2001. So if anything, uh, Patrick Rothfuss <laughs> probably stole it. But uh, And this is a really popular book. Uh, it takes place in Barcelona. And it seems to be about a kid. I'm like 50 pages into it. But it seems to be about a kid that finds a mysterious book called The Shadow of the Wind in a secret library that his dad shows him. And he's the kid is kind of, he like reads the whole book in one night. and he doesn't seem he can't find any information on the author and so he's kind of like unraveling the mystery of the book's existence and the author's history around writing and releasing it i mean it's a book about books um which i love i love that concept so much Uh, a lot of people have told me that it's their favorite book of all time so i'm really glad that i'm getting to it um it's like 500 pages so it might be i've heard it's like a little slow but really beautiful. And his writing really is fantastic. It's very, very good. Uh, it's really bubbly and like lyrical. Um, Ooh, and, I like that. Yeah, it's very, very cool. So I'm excited to see where that goes. I mean, it's, I don't really know where the story could go from here, but if it's people's favorite book, I mean, I, that's, 
It's a bold claim. That is know. a bold claim. There's a fine line with lyrical works of of like writing, right? Like especially long ones like that, because some of them are just like, oh, like <laughs> okay, yeah, we like get it, but going some of them just nail it, and it's just like, yeah. man, I could read a thousand pages of this. Yeah, I think you in particular would really like the way that the, his way with words. You know, Ooh, I think okay. you would really appreciate it. Uh, I'm still reading Death Note, and it's definitely picking up. But um, I think reading it right after Berserk was maybe not the greatest idea. Yeah, uh, it's like I agree the polar opposite of Berserk. <laughs> I don't know, and I don't know why I'm comparing it to Berserk. Like I don't have to, but it was oh, just I mean, like last, it was like... manga that I was reading, but right before this. So yeah, yeah. Um, I did just speak with one of my friends who is really into anime and manga. They've just gone through most of it, and they told me when they oh, found out I was reading claim. it. Yeah, uh, they told me that it it's it's a much better TV show than it is a manga. So, uh, but that's fine. I mean, I still <laughs> I really I really do like it like a lot. It's it's really cool. I like the rules. I like what's being set up here. Um, I just find myself a little bit like overwhelmed with all the plotting and scheming, and it's like I it's it's difficult to kind of like hold in my head every yeah. aspect of every angle of what's going on, and I, it I find a lot my, faster in the show. I feel yeah, like. I think I yeah, yeah, I I think that um, I'm gonna finish it. I'm like halfway through it right now, so and it's good. Like I mean, I don't I'm not sitting here saying like Death Note is bad or anything. I mean, I'm so happy that I'm reading it. It's really cool. It's just like. It's a lot of office buildings and like hallways and like lights room and, <laughs> and like, like, <laughs> like the art style trees. is not and if I do this, great. Then this and then that and then this and then. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. And um, I mean, the, the, the translation is great. Like the actual dialogue, you know, uh, is really cool, but it's not like this really pleasing like art to look at like berserk is right. like every time you flip a page in berserk it's just like what the hell is that <laughs> thing oh my <laughs> god this is crazy uh but with death note it's just like oh they're still in this hotel room like they're still in this office building oh these lights there's, there's another light again cabinet and a yeah, phone like, system <laughs> like light <laughs> is definitely walking down the street right here you know uh but yeah i i like uh it's it's like witty and cool and um i like like light as a character if you're listening right now and, and you don't and you don't know what Death Note is and you haven't watched it or anything, like the main character is named Light, and he is really, really smart. Like, really smart. He's a genius. Yeah, I mean it's 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 interesting the way that the book is all or the manga is all set up is because um, you're finding out about ideas that the main character is having kind of after the fact almost, like when he's already had the idea. So there's a little bit of like I feel very distant to light i don't feel like i'm really following him i feel like i'm seeing a lot of his thought processes after he's already enacted them which is a really interesting way to observe a main character because usually you're just like right behind them most steps of the way right. so yeah it's just uh just something i noticed about it so yeah i do like it um it's just <laughs> it's, a, it's it's a little long but yeah, um it doesn't surprise me that the uh the book form or the reading form of that comes off that way but the man it's one of my favorite all-time anime shows it's very good oh i'm absolutely watching the show like you right after yeah i'm going to um I, okay this is the last thing uh, i watched the first episode of that show 1899 on netflix have you seen that have you seen like the trailer for it or anything maybe let me look it up one about like an old ship that looks kind of like the titanic oh, but... oh my gosh dude i watched like an episode of that this week too oh okay cool 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 yeah, so yeah, we can yeah. t- i didn't uh, even so know I what only it's watched, called i only watched the first episode what the hell what, yeah, what, like, yeah. That... <laughs> i'm not so gonna spoil it gives anything, you like losty but... vibes right yeah it gives me total i think i talked about it on the uh the patreon exclusive episode earlier this week where i, I was just like and if anybody that listened to that episode is listening to this episode you're probably like evan why did you it's been days. Like, how have you not watched any more <laughs> right. of it? This is how bad I am at watching it. Especially television. when it hinges on, like, pure mystery. And you have to keep watching it. Yeah, so I'm going to keep watching it for sure. I'm really into it. Um, I, I don't like... I, I don't like mystery boxes, okay? I like a little bit of mystery box, but like... Oh, this is a mystery box. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's, I'm not it's, saying a, it's a bad... I'm not, yeah, I mean, I haven't watched enough of the show, obviously, to say whether it's... I don't have, at a, like, an established official opinion on it or anything like that but it's just maybe it's because maybe it's like an insecurity thing on my part or something like that but like it just makes me feel so dumb sometimes when it's just like and then this 
person walks out of the room with this weird thing that you it's just uh, what what could it be right, and they won't you talk know? and like, like is time stuff happening who knows i yeah. feel like i'm a little i have some like lost trauma you know it's like it's i don't feel dumb or like worried i just am like no what worried is the right on? thing yeah i'm just like am i gonna am i gonna watch tons and tons and tons of this and then i'm never gonna get anything cool and it's gonna be some sort of ethereal like half explained thing that i'm just supposed to like wonder about for the rest of my days and like that's the whole point I'm like oh i don't want that but it's only eight episodes so yeah i mean so i'm gonna watch all of it i really like Me the too. aesthetic i like the uh-huh. way it's shot i like the music or lack thereof i should say that's like yeah, one of the really off-putting little. things about it is that the the scene transitions it's just silent like it's just it's really yeah. weird um i think i got a little creeped out sometimes I think that the main, the captain was in that show, Dark. Um, oh, really? And that's also a German show. So this show, 1899 is German. And I would really recommend you watch it with the German, like, like take the English dubs off and just have the English subtitles and let all the characters and actors actually speak the German that they're speaking. Um, because... Oh, maybe I'll do that because I have it turned on with the English. And it's not English, bad, actually. It's not bad. It's just, it's just odd. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just weird. Uh, you have to like, force yourself to not look at the mouths. Yeah. So I mean, and I, every do you watch? Do you use subtitles when you watch TV? Um, sometimes if they have any uh, sort of like accent, or if it's like I might get lost in it a little bit. Um, I will if I'm doing it as like a side activity. Yeah. Um, then I will, so that way I can like read it too, and just kind of have that other layer of uh, another medium that I can understand the story by. But like, if I'm just like sitting down and watching a movie then not not all the time now i always have subtitles on whenever i watch something every single time like i think they should do it in movie theaters too i think they should just always have subtitles on the screen it's a very big reminder that you're watching a movie though and like sometimes you know it's like after a while yeah you can sink into it it's like i read fast which i'm just kind of absorbing it i don't even know it's happening but like at the beginning i definitely do i'm so used to it now that it seems weird to not have them on you know yeah like, i think I that's that. a, i think it's becoming like a lot more popular of a thing to like have subtitles on while you're watching stuff because totally. every now and then in a scene like people kind of mutter to each other or yeah. you just it's just so nice to actually know for sure what people are saying you know absolutely yeah like, and, like names are hard sometimes it's easier to like visualize them so yeah but i mean it is kind of obviously like you've got it's kind of it's not really an immersion breaker but there is just like text always on the bottom of the screen and it's like the it's like the fan you know when it turns off you notice it but while it's going after a while you just kind of like forget about it but if it's something i've already seen like if i'm watching like i don't know like parks and rec or game of thrones or something like that then i don't i probably won't have subtitles on um but yeah if it's like the first time that i'm watching a show or a movie or something then i've definitely got them on are you that guy when you're at your friend's house, like watching a movie? You're like, hey, hey, guys, oh, can we turn I subtitles on? Nah, subtitles, subtitles, all right. <laughs> I'm too self-conscious for that. <laughs> nah, I mean, I would if I would, like couldn't understand him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, do you, wait. I need to ask you this: Do you talk during movies and TV shows? It really depends on like the crowd that I'm watching it with. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, me I have too. Too much I know. to say, yeah. dude. Me I can't. Too. Sit. I, I, uh, one, it's just like I, it's hard for me to sit quiet for two hours doing anything. Like that's yeah. just crazy. Why talking. we started a podcast? Yeah, right. Um, and two, it's like I have things that I want to talk about. Like half the enjoyment of the experience for me is like talking about it with my friends. Like, do you guys think the guy that guy was gonna jump off the cliff or whatever, you know? Yeah, but I think the like there's like a line where it's excessive. Oh yeah. Right? Like if somebody's t- if somebody like seriously just has to say something mm-hmm. every single I'm not like that bad. You can't overquip. Like, right. Oh my and god. And then there's stupid there's listeners, so right? Quips. Where it's like where you just aren't paying attention. And so all your questions are like questions about the story. It's not adding anything. It's just like, wait, is this guy that guy? I'm confused. You're like, oh, those. That oh gets God, annoying. Dude. Sometimes when I'm watching something with Effie, I'm so sorry to throw, a, throw Effie under the bus here. But like <laughs> every now and like, sometimes we're watching something that like I've already seen. You know what I mean? And she's got seen it. And then and she'll ask, she, she always asks like, Wait, what is that? And then it, it's like, dude, they're going to explain it in like five right. seconds. I like know th- <laughs> no more than you know. No, the, even well, if I've seen it again. already, it's yeah. like you, you already like you just like the show or movie. The whole job of this thing is to tell you what's going on. Right. Like they're going to say what it is. Your confusion <laughs> like, is planned and it yeah, will yeah. be going away soon. Like they wrote this whole watching. thing out to explain to you every question <laughs> that you have. <laughs> 
Oh, Sorry, I definitely I have friends who always ask, and I've been on stuff that I have never watched before, and they know it. And it's like, man, I know just as much as you do. I don't know what you want me to say, but you know, some people just have to talk about the mystery. You know, which is I think fine. it's. I, I think it's. I don't know if it's like a sincere like, what is that? I think it's like a, a right. reaction. It's almost rhetorical. You know, yeah, exactly. It's rhetorical, but still, it's just like, it's like, what do you want me to like pause it and then explain it to you, <laughs> and then have it be explained later? Oh man! But I do that sometimes too. So whatever. Yeah. But, uh, all right. I think that's a that's a wrap up for us for the week. Um, let's go right into the fictional fun fact. All right, let's do it. Well, this one's uh, a little fun and a little grisly, but originally <laughs> in the Peter Pan story, there was no fairy dust. But when they made the movie um, and the play, they kind of thought that we needed to add it to the script uh as there were too many children that felt the need to fly <laughs> because uh oh my there was God, nothing that totally there was no, like, makes sense yeah there was no mechanism besides just like you're a kid you're a kid can fly happy and then yeah happy thoughts exactly and so they would be jumping off high things oh, trying no. to happy thought their way to flight honestly good on them for thinking of that that's a really yeah. good idea because i'm sure that would have happened i think they did that with um uh lilo and stitch uh, in the original draft of it, I think that they had like Lilo like hides in a clothes dryer, um, but they changed it to like something else, uh, some other sort of like boxy form, like oh. cabinet or something like that, because they didn't want kids uh, like climbing into dryers, you know, which Interesting. I mean, I did that when I was a kid. You know, well, like, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I was so surprised that I wasn't dumb enough to tell my twin brother like, all right, I'm going to get in. And you got to turn it on and like, I want to tumble oh, around boy. because, uh, yeah, I mean, we got Dude, into this... a lot of shenanigans, but I'm really glad we didn't do that. There's this hilarious home video that we have of my sister getting my sister, Katie, she got stuck around the turbine. It wasn't on or anything, but she got stuck around like the oscillating turbine of the washing machine. Oh my! She just God. like couldn't get out. And my mom thought it was so funny funny and we had to call my dad like home from work because my sister's oh like my panicking God. like yeah wrapped up of course in this thing. you know it's like very uncomfortable and my mom's just like giggling while filming it and he's like what? home from work like all pissed off like oh jody God. it's not funny <laughs> i just remember being like so stressed out but kind of laughing with mom you know <laughs> but also like a, dad's totally right this is not no okay. it wasn't funny Oh I think he, like, Crisco'd her up or something. He, like, greased her up and got her <laughs> out of there. Yeah, it was, like, a deal for sure. Well, I'll see wow. you a um, uh, a dryer, and I'll raise you a refrigerator, because in Back to the Future, the time machine was supposed to be, like, a refrigerator powered by, like, nuclear detonations. Interesting. Um, they did yeah, that but they thought the that it one. might cause children to climb into fridges, so they switched it to a car. Did you see Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? The, yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh my god. You're talking about uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, when he climbs <laughs> yeah. into the fridge and like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Survives I think that got nuking. turned into a term, just like with jumping the shark. They call it like nuking the fridge or whatever. Oh. Um, like I, I don't. I could be wrong about this. I've seen the phrase, but I don't know right. if it's like saturated as much as like jumping the shark is. But you didn't even know what jumping the shark was, so no. Uh, but I think the term like nuking the fridge or whatever is like. Oh, an eye roll kind of like sure of course uh -huh. they survived that you know <laughs> um did, did you watch the trailer for the new uh indiana jones no i didn't know there was coming out yeah, is it yeah. shy again I think it's called the dial of destiny i don't think shy is in it no oh, um, i remember after watching uh the crystal skull being kind of jealous of shia labeouf's career though i was like man yeah that guy new indiana jones like, movie yeah but i mean that movie sucked so oh, it sucked. like it's really bad it was so bad. I remember sitting in the theater at like, I was like 18. <laughs> Same. And did we used to go see it together? I think we, we might did. have. Yeah, I think we did. We used to go to a lot of movies together. Yeah. But, we had a couple of friends who worked at the movie theaters. So it was free. Yeah. Um, but we, I remember watching it and I mean, even like 18 and probably like, you know, not sober. I was right. like, I was like, this is going to be aliens. And then it totally was aliens. Yeah. It's like, and it's funny because in the new trailer, the new Indiana Jones trailer, I mean, it looks pretty cool, but I mean, you can make a trailer. What's look, it called? Uh, the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> of course it is. I think that's what it's called. Apparently, it's John Williams' last musical score, and then he's retiring, oh. which is a big deal. So I kind of want to go see it deal. in theaters. I bet it would be fun to see in theaters. I am so done with not going to see movies in theaters anymore. I have 
learn my lesson, okay? After watching Endgame on my crappy 50-inch TV. There are movies. Like, I am... If it looks even remotely like it would be cool to have that experience in a theater, I'm now going to go. I'm going to become a movie theater guy because I'm not missing out on this anymore. Like, I feel... I still feel so dumb, man. Like, I just... Uh, so frustrated with myself forgive yourself and move forward with your new game knowledge but i mean every time i've been to i feel like maybe i hope they're not dying but like covid kind of messed them up a bunch and we they just haven't returned to their full glory because like every time i've seen a movie since then it's been like pretty desolate in there which has been marvelous but i mean i think the thing with movie theaters like one of the main reasons they used to be so popular is because you couldn't get anything even close to that experience at home because TVs were like 27 inches in the 90s and like the biggest TV. I remember when my when like in the early 2000s, my dad came home with a 36 inch TV and it was such a big deal that we got a yeah. 36. We had to buy a whole new entertainment center and everything. And it was just like the whole family was just like watching like this. This is what the this is so huge. And now I've got like this 50 inch in my room and I want like a way bigger one. You know, yeah, I have a projector. Like it does a hundred yeah, inches, yeah, and my totally. like half of a wall. But <laughs> back in the day, the garage door. Back in the day, though, uh, you couldn't really get that experience. I mean, now you can like, it's almost preferable to be at home because you can yeah. get whatever snacks you want. You can order food. You got sound bars, surround sound systems, big mm-hmm. giant crystal clear televisions. You know, it's. I mean, it's not quite the same experience it doesn't smell the same i guess like the comforts (laughs) of being at home yeah exactly but i think that with movie theaters though i mean like the sound is really good it's a sound thing yeah like the sound is really good i mean it is a much bigger screen it obviously is like a much bigger screen it's dark nobody is talking at least Mm -hmm. they They should should shouldn't be uh there's you know i've been in movie theaters where there's crying babies and it's just yeah. like you are so it's the worst ones oh, to like why God. would you take a baby to the quiet place like are you <laughs> kidding me literal oh, story man. i love the quiet place me too it was great yeah, it was really good yeah, there was a baby in it though it was terrible of course the baby <laughs> was not having a good time which was like so duh yeah it's a, a pretty foreign place but yeah uh, i think movie theaters will stick around for a little while uh here in portland so. we have a lot of really cool ones that show like retro movies uh, so we have like a theater called the Academy, which is like kind of, a, it's like pretty close to where I live, um, where they show like movies from like the seventies, eighties and nineties, like all the time. It's like five bucks to get in, you know? So that, those are really cool. And then there's great. another one called the Hollywood theater, which is one of the only theaters in the country that show that still shows, um, 70 millimeter film. Uh, so that's pretty cool. So I saw like yeah, 2001 a Space a Odyssey times. on that. Yeah. Um, I think like Quentin Tarantino is like a big donor for it or something like that. It's a really old movie theater. And we have like the Baghdad theater too. We have a lot of really cool movie theaters in Portland. Uh, so there will always be like a culture around it, but I don't know. I mean, dude, it's like $16 to see a movie. So expensive. I mean, and I don't mind paying that, but I like snacks, you know, yeah. and I, and I can't, I can't smuggle in. A tub of popcorn no the movie right? experience can, is 25 bucks yeah at least at least yeah. like something about like i have tried so many times to make movie theater popcorn and it's it I, I and i've looked it up i've looked up what you're supposed to buy like all this stuff like for some reason i just can't nail it there's, no. there's something in the movie theater popcorn that i just i can't recreate no matter what uh, if any of you it's perfect know how to do it the right way please let me know um, i think you need one of those box machines it's like know? a certain kind of oil it's like yeah, a, it's like a chemical that like you can't buy at like a grocery store that they yeah, put they, in they only sell it in like 14 gallon <laughs> jugs <laughs> i feel like tempted to buy it and just keep Seriously, it in one would last basement. you for years yeah uh but yeah i mean so when i go to movie theaters i always go to like the dollar tree or a grocery store or like a Same. something and, and like line my coat with candy and that's fine but I can't bring like popcorn and like usually like drinks or like you can't bring like a backpack full of stuff yeah, in a movie no. theater, you know. Dude, uh, they've got good stuff there now. Like they always have the ices, and if you yeah, get the and, big like nachos, one, it's refillable. It's like sixty four ounces of ice. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna pizza. say no to that. Oh my god, I went on a I went on a date once, and it was like it's like third date. I don't think movies are great for first dates, but they're really great I mean, for like, third or fourth terrible. dates or whatever. Yeah, but like I went on a movie date and. uh I just I bought so many snacks and I could feel like 
I could Silent feel judgment. the judgment. Yeah. Because, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like a, it like went from a cool, cute movie date to like me eating a bunch of snacks. <laughs> like, She's like, wow, I and cookie dough? Really? Right, I know. Seriously. I got like nachos and like a hot dog and like, because I hadn't eaten anything like that whole like day. Like I draw the line. It was so cheese. silly. Yeah. Oh man. I felt, I felt, but I mean, whatever. I mean, it's fine. You do you, man. My mouth. It's, yeah. Obviously it's not. Whatever I want built for the long term anyway with uh with that particular energy so what were we talking about oh yeah indiana jones um oh yeah, yeah i watched the trailer it looks i mean some, it looks all right it's gotta be like almost about to die yeah i'm sure that there's a stunt man for like 90 percent of like yeah. everything that he's any he, it's funny because i mean I, I guess he was like pretty done with star wars right yeah um, i think he only took the last movie agreeing that he would like asking like making sure like i will die in this like no bringing me back i'm gonna die i've like read that somewhere i think i wonder if like when he found out they were doing a a solo a star wars story or whatever he was just like you guys you can't i'm not doing it i'm not i'm not making a cameo i'm not doing anything i do want to be shooting first All right. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us today, everybody. Thank you uh, very much for having us as part of your Monday morning experience. I know you're probably on your way to work right now or coming back from it or whatever. You got a whole week in front of you, but take it easy. Don't stress too much about it. Chad and I are here for you. Go home, read some cool books, take a bath. You know, yeah, it's like, like when it snows outside. I don't know if it snows where you're uh, listening to this episode, but if it does, you know, when it snows outside, everyone goes from like, driving fast to like get to work and like hating on each other for driving too slow to like we're all just trying to get there man it's like right. even like the cops are our friends they're just like helping out people who sit off the road because they're from california yeah i mean uh you know the last week of november into the last week of december for me personally uh i i basically check out like yeah. <laughs> i'm yeah. it's such a stressful time of year you know, and so I'm, I it try is. to mitigate it as much as possible by, by by just trying my best not to stress about stuff. So if you're listening to this right now and you're wondering kind of like, where is all the book reviews kill consistent content we've been seeing? It's like Chad and I are kind of reeling it back just a little bit for this period of the year. We're still going to put out the Monday episode. We're still going to put out as many recaps as we possibly can. We've got some yeah, interviews two coming or three up at some week. point. We got it. It's but crazy like, to say that that's little because yeah, like, I feel I like that's a little lot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we will be back on the Friday Forge at the beginning of next year. We will be back on our bullshit, as they like to say, uh, soon. I but, do miss my short stories. Yeah, I miss the short stories, too. Those were really cool. Um, but it's been really nice to kind of reel it back just a little bit and kind of like take a breather because we were putting out like five or six episodes a week there for a few months. It was a uh, lot. I was getting pretty sick of the sound of my own voice. I'm still kind of sick of the sound of my own voice, personally. I don't know if i can ever go so far as to say that but you know i feel what you were saying 100 percent. i was getting sick of the sound of your voice <laughs> i'm just kidding my uh, voice was equally as uh grating but uh everybody hope you have an awesome rest of your day and of course happy reading bye everybody